So I don't know if you guys remember, I did say I had a, a spiritual mentor. Right. He pissed me the fuck off. Oh, if I can say why? it that way. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and, yeah. He pissed you the fuck yeah, off. I'm yeah. ready for this story. Right. So he so I got pissed off about, you know, what we what we were working on and just how he responded to, you know, helping me work through something. I, it really just kind of got under my skin and when and I got pissed like I said I got pissed off and when I get pissed off you got to know where your energy is you got to know what you're working true. with so I knew I had this built up energy being pissed off at my spiritual um, mentor that I when I got pissed off I was like I'll show you I'm Tamitha like and then yeah, yeah. all of this energy and all of this um, creativity just started in that moment just sprung into right, my right, mind right. I literally got I was sitting on the couch at that time I literally got off the couch and went into my home office and that's where seductive whispers took off again yeah. in terms of me saying yep I got to do something with it and that's where I really started working on it and really building it um, rebuilding it I yeah, should yeah. say because what I bought two years prior was just some basic generic kind of bare bones, yeah, really. bare bones absolutely kind of thing and then so now just the 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 creativity and the energy was just flowing in my mind and I was just stuck at my desk and all kinds of things was coming up. I had literally, I keep um, a notebook by me pretty much at all times. Like if you come to my house, you'll see hundreds of journals Um, because again, spirituality, you got to know when the source is talking to you. So you got to write 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 some things down. So um, it just became this thing that just took over me because I got mad Mm -hmm. and I want people to understand that you got to know what, your trigger points are mm-hmm. and you can't go out there and show your ass just because you got pissed off right so what you gonna do with that energy you gotta put it in something right so i just decided okay this is where i'm at right now it just really sparked creativity in me once i got mad at that moment I, it just seemed like the universe in that moment said no. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it right knew, now. Like, okay she's she's right got now. the fuel she needs yeah. to, to, to really get this but, going yeah. so. um what so i know that that's how how the business started but when you first bought that name or the domain did you think i want to go into business no no so i just only was thinking leading. because this name is something and i have to have it that's mm-hmm. all i knew yeah that's all I knew. So then when the second time came around, when literally, I promise you all sitting on the couch, it was like, God, the universe just said right now. It's go time. Yeah, it's go time. Like right now. And then I realized this is huge. This is huge in its name. And for me, like it, then I just, it just took over me and I just started, you know, at that moment, rebuilding, rebranding and starting from ground zero again. And it just kind of, um, just kept me going. It literally fueled me to get it to the place that it is now. Yeah. No, I mean, that's dope. Yeah. It's mad funny though. Like as you go through life, like when you, you, you'll do something and you'll be like, I don't even know why I did that. And then you won't even think about it again. But not realizing that, like, you just planted that seed that's yes, going to be absolutely. a tree that you can't even see that's about to grow. Absolutely. You know, and, But that comes road. to where if you are aware of yourself, whether it's through God, the universe, however you do that. What I know now um, is that writing things down when you get a thought mm-hmm. or when you get what's called an impulse thinking like, and you don't know where that's coming from, write that down because right. usually what I find, and this is just me and how I know that God, the universe, my source right. works for me. It always gives me the answer before I ask the question. 
And so what I mean by that is it gives me things and then I write them down and then somewhere down the road later. You remember this, like, oh, this thing comes back up and you're like, God, you gave that to me way back when. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do with it. But the time is now. Right. But the time is now. When and it's God, not forgotten. It's and it's right not there. forgotten. So usually if God gives you an uh, impulse of something, write it down. And the time may not be in that moment. Right. But I, for me, I know for a fact it's going to come back around. It's that foresight. Yeah. That, it's going to come that, back around. And that's what happened. That thought wasn't there for no reason. Absolutely. That's what like, I mean. It's, it's, that thought it's, wasn't it's, there for no reason. It's a purpose. like Yeah. And so we don't know what that purpose is. God knows what that purpose right. is. And he knows when he's going to use that thing. And he knows that, for me, it was two years down the road because right. I got pissed the fuck off that, okay, girl, now I was waiting for you to get to this place right, where right. you all, you know, you got this energy and you ready to go and you saying, fuck the world, I got to do this. Right. right? So um, God said, he knew I would get to that place. Right. Before it ever happened, so he's like, all right, let me go and get go and get seductive whispers now. Yeah, you, you, you don't need to know why. <laughs> exactly, you don't need to know what it's gonna be. Exactly, you just need to get it. You just need to get it. And so, yeah, it went from there, and it was just um, once I got there, the creative, like I said, the creative juices was flowing, and then just it just became clear as day. Mm-hmm. And putting, you know, all the pictures that you see on there. So I'm asking everybody to go ahead and go to seductivewhispers.com right now. So the whole visual that you see is is really my vision that I believe that was mm-hmm. given to me, you know, from my source, God. And again, we can go back to a lot of people saying we're talking about God and we're talking about sex. Yeah, God created sex. So next. Right. Um, Look. Right. Right. And we already let them know if this was gonna offend you, don't listen to it. Right. Yeah. And that's all I could say. So for me, it really got me to tap into that sensual sexual side right. of me again that I thought I had put in the corner and it was dormant and I did nothing with it and God said you know it's okay Sorry. it's okay this is why and and I'm honestly having a revelation right now like not knowing at the time why I had such a, a very I guess heavy sex drive or heavy sensuality and I knew that about me yeah. even not even about sex itself but just I felt like there was a time in my life that I just exude sensuality as mm-hmm. a woman and sophistication mm-hmm. um, in my early 30s. That's yeah, when yeah. I just felt like that's just who I was. I, I wore it. Um, and a lot of times people are not comfortable with you wearing and knowing mm-hmm. that you are sensual, sexual. Yeah, it gets it gets to some people. But I think it's so sad, though, because it's like if there's such a I feel like. For men, it's a whole lot easier because it's almost like we're expected to be sexual. We're expected to be the pursuers. We're expected mm-hmm. to be sex, yeah, right? But I feel like for women, it's so like, like when you when you meet a woman that like is like liberated in a, in in a sense of of owning her sexuality and knowing how and where to place it, like it. It just gives them so much more confidence on so many yes. more levels. And yes. it's not even about the sex anymore. Right. It's just like the way they dress, the way they talk, the way they handle themselves even around other men, the way they handle themselves around other women when they're in your position where they're trying to do certain, they're trying to cross certain lines and certain um, um, industries or barriers. I feel like when you find these women that are like extremely sexually like, I'm going to say confident. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to say liberated, mm-hmm. but like sexually confident and understanding that side of them is not something to be hidden. Like they, 
you better get, look, you better get on whatever train they own and and, and, and yeah, hope she don't kick you off because like she's going somewhere. Like, Absolutely. But I think we're coming into an age now too where it's okay for women to explore. That. I mean, there's still the backlash of it in a sense if you're in the spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. Celebrity or something, they want to call them. I think Kim K. Sluts and whores and really open the door on that. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think it even stems back further, like Sex in the City, Samantha. Yeah. Oh, Samantha, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, it, that was the first time they saw yeah. a woman go on TV. Because I remember I was younger, but uh, just as an example, she did a Super Bowl commercial for Pepsi. Samantha did? Mm-hmm. Where she's in the locker room after the game, and she's, like, in the hot tub or the their yeah, relaxing the, yeah, hot yeah. tub, and she's drinking a Pepsi, and the whole team walks in, and you know they're about to gangbang. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot! Oh my god, but yeah. So I thought, you know, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, oh my god, they're showing this on TV right. during the Super Bowl. Right. Like, during and the, and they want to talk about Janet. Come and it was on a now. Co- oh controversial. And her nipple wasn't even out. Come on, she had right. a cover on it. Right. Yeah. So when she came out, I feel like that opened the door. You know, Kim Cattrall didn't care about putting her sexuality out there. And I mm. think it helped women who saw that, you know, get inspired yeah. by it. And then it trickled on its way down to, you know, all these celebrities. And even Beyonce sexualizes herself, you know, mm-hmm. in front of her own daughter when she performs. It. So it's like, we can't keep this under wraps right. anymore, right? right? It's I, everywhere. It's on social media. It's it's everywhere we turn. It's not just back in the day when there was a sex shop right. that sold sex toys mm-hmm. and you went there. And you hope somebody didn't watch you walk, walk in, in, right? You know, and you're like nervous when right. you walk in. I just like, don't understand. Like, and then you don't want to go up there and buy a big dildo. And <laughs> right, like, like, no, I want the big one on the wall right. in the back at the but very top. Can yes, I get, get the ladder. The right. double-sided one. Yes. Like, yes. You know, or the, honestly, that was a time the one that I want the baby into, midget one. Yeah, yeah. Walked into a sex store and then looked around me to see, you know, when I went there? up to the, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the counter. But I don't do that anymore. In fact, if I go there and I have a question, I don't mind. It's not that I want everybody to know my business, but I'm comfortable with me and I'm comfortable right. with yeah. my sexuality and I don't owe you an explanation about it. I mean, to be honest. Right. And they don't care at the sex shop either no. because they see it all day long. So right. they have to stock those shelves. They do. <laughs> they know they exactly them, what's going on. They they're like, okay, they well, somebody liberated in some way. Right. Even if it's not about sex, somehow, usually when you see, you know, people who work at those stores, th- their personality tells you that they don't care what you do. It's not even about that. Even if I'm in here for just a job, I- I'm willing to bet that they are so free in themselves that has nothing to do with sex. Yeah. Just non-judgmental, yeah. Mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. very open, very like non, like superficial. It's just more like, hey, you know, everybody has their thing. What right. you looking for? Right. I had a friend that used to work at a sex shop and then they were closing down locations and he's like, uh, he told me happy birthday because it was my birthday and he's like hey I'm gonna give you a bunch of sex toys for your birthday <laughs> so he came and brought me like a whole lot of stuff a big old box paints and DVDs and games and this little red light that you can turn on in your room and I was like hey I like this stuff <laughs> like, oh this is, this is kind of cool right and there was a time where we wouldn't want to tell anybody what's in our sex closet or our sex drawer mm-hmm. oh yeah right? some people but are still like that some people are still like that but we're at a time now that you know most people are more comfortable with Mm -hmm. you know not telling everybody, but maybe their friends that they have a sex toys or a sex drawer. Oh, yes, more of a conversation amongst uh 
close people. Close friends because right. if they have like somebody new that they bring, I'm not going to discuss anything. No, with them. Mm-hmm. no I trust no. that you're oh, yeah. going to go back and say something to somebody else. But you got to yeah. know your thoughts. It has to be private right. to mm-hmm. a certain extent. To but, a certain yeah. extent. I mean, mm-hmm. I think there, you know, for women in particular, we have one female friend, or usually it's a sister that you're going to tell, you know, everything to, and yeah, she right. knows about, you know, your 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 sex drawer, or your sex closet, or right. whatever. So I think we've come to a place where it's okay to stand in every aspect of you. That's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, it's not even just so much about, you know, my sexuality and knowing that it was always there, but I'm trying to stand in and own every aspect of who I am. And so how does, how do you think this, or, or what do you, what audience, I know you want to reach everyone, right? Right. But in thinking, designing your website in the way that you did, because it looks totally different from any other sex website that I've seen mm-hmm. to buy sex toys. Usually it's just, you go on there, here's what they offer, blank slate you know yeah. there's no story behind it and you know to go to your website you see the different pictures and and i know you're gonna have stories on there and stuff like that what is wh- how what what audience did you want to reach when you created this i love that question and i'm glad that you're so observant because me doing this website was i knew right up front i wanted it to be different i didn't want it to be um the same cookie cutter kind of Mm -hmm. um toy website and so again that's where the name seductive whispers come into play when i say that name it it incites me to feel some type of way you know and so i was like oh then i get to tell my vision this is mine i love that name it's Mm -hmm. telling me something I get to create that. And what I wanted was uh, definitely a more inclusive audience um, or demographic. Like I want everybody I do, you know, um, but I wanted a sophistication with it. I wanted a new thing with it. I wanted an excitement thing with it. Not just some yeah. cookie cutter, dull kind of, right. you know, You're okay. I'm, shipped. Right. <laughs> Stop it. Oh my God. I cannot. I uh, wanted to tell a story. I wanted to say, yeah, we can be, you know, sexual. We can right. be like, here it is, you know, but in a, a sophisticated way, because I'm all about, I do feel like it's sophisticated, but I want to tell a story, but I want to give an experience. Experience. Like, I don't want it to be, okay, I need to go on this, uh, this website and get a dildo, right? Or get a vibrator or get, you know, um, whatever it is. No, I, when I'm on this site, it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel like I'm a sensual, sexual person or whatever it is you say for you about sex. I want you to be okay with owning that mm-hmm. on my site. You want to like, take them to that place. I, I, I want to take them to that place. You're going to leave her site a little moist. <laughs> a little bit moist, a little bit turned maybe on. Maybe a little chubby. Little you gonna be moist and maybe have a chubby, but you gonna buy. It's gonna be like Walmart. You gonna oh be buying god. more than you expected. Oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, I want people to feel free to be them mm. and know that this is a place where we're saying. Be it's, you, it's okay. however you are, be that. Do because your do. Do your do, because that's what I am trying to do in my life. And I wish that everybody would own who they are and be strong in who they are and say, yeah, I want to do me. And that they find a place, anybody, you know, from, you know, when women, men, because it's a lot of uh, male stuff on there as well. Like or even not even that extent, but like not just men and women, but, you know, the LGBT community, the yes. heterosexual community, yes. the non-binary community, yes. like 
it's for everyone because it's, I know like some sex places they target only this one demographic, demographic. Which is mm-hmm. heterosexual, you know, right? Or it's just LGBTQ, you know. Include we want to you want to include everyone. Right? I do because on my site I have a category of transgender wear. I have you know so. I have things on there that I want everybody to feel like it's okay They're to welcome. come to my. They are welcome. There you go. We are definitely about your welcome because that's how I live my life. Like, I want to welcome, I wish I could show love to everybody. I want everybody to know that if you're in my company, you're loved, you're wanted, you're welcome, be you. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a safe space. It's that's a safe great. space. That's Absolutely. Right. That's what I'm about. It's a safe space. And it's so, so sad we got to do that to like, like, you almost have to announce that, like, look. You good with me. I don't care where you come from, what you do, you good. Like, don't worry about it. But I mean, it's good to say that stuff because honestly, you know, think about where you're buying your sex toys at now. You're going into a store, you're going on a website, or you're going on the Amazon or an app or whatever, you know. why not shop somewhere where you know that the person yes. is supporting you? Because that's a big thing these days is do you support me? Yeah. Individually, you know? yeah. do I feel supported? Because I don't want to give yeah. my money to somebody that I'm like, all right, you're going to be out here hating on the LGBTQ community. I ain't trying to give you a single or, dollar. Right. You know, the, uh, gay, I don't want you to get a single I, dollar yes, out of me. Yes. Like, or a gay person goes on and they're like, I want to buy a dildo from this website. It's under the female only category. Mm, it makes them feel the type yeah. of way. Type of way. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this and you know it, it's just a better experience is what you're providing to these people that's what sets you apart from yeah their, and that's what I'm you know trying to convey and I hope that everybody who comes to my site feel welcome mm-hmm. feel like you get me on some level right yeah like you I vibing get, yeah you vibing and that's what you know and they can even reach out to you on you know social media or your Absolutely. website if they have questions or anything even if they just want to you know thank say you. hi thank yeah you. say thank yeah you know. thank you so um um, IG is Seductive Whispers. Okay. Um, Facebook is Seductive Whispers, two words. IG is just one word. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, um, reach out to me. Tell me your story. Because what I want to do eventually is grow it even more. As I'm building, Like I want to grow it to a place where you have a voice on there. You're mm-hmm. not just buying. But I want to somehow um, create a space where you can go on there and it's a real community. A community from every walk of life where you have a voice. It's a place for you to commune with people. Or even yeah. talk and be like, hey, I like this. You know, right. I like this right. sex so toy. You, you should try this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's better. When they tell a story with yeah. it, that's better better than a review yeah right? it is and my girl I'm, let me I'm, tell you about last saturday <laughs> exactly. with uh item three three two nine six okay and that's yeah. exactly what i want i'm not asking you to say yeah i like working you know buying from them no i want the story mm-hmm. i, I want to get to a place where we get to tell a story the story your story and you get to be you in doing just that yeah i like it because you know sex should be like Explosive. Such was just as common as like talking about sports. Right. In a yeah. sense of it may not be your thing, but right. if someone brings it up, no one's gonna look at you crazy. Like if you go to church right. and you bring up football, no one's gonna be like, You shouldn't be talking about that here. Or if right. you go to work and you talk about football, no one's gonna be like, Right. Like I wish sex was kind of more of a thing. I, I I would like sex to be more of a a easy thing to talk about and not look so shunned upon like yeah. it's oh you can only talk about it here talk about there because I feel like there's a lot of missed education absolutely because sex is looked at as this big no no topic so then it's just like how do you learn how do you safely experiment how do you find 
what it is that you like or don't like. And it's just like some things I feel in the sexual realm, like you need to have a safe space to have that conversation before you try something. Yeah. But it's such a a taboo. It's taboo yep. or even come on shunned. Yeah. Like just like, oh, you, just, you, you only talk about yeah, that with the I've people that you're about... talking about it with. But, it, but it's like. How do you learn something new? How do you right. or how do you know experiment? That or how do you even communicate to this person what you're trying to do? If there's exactly. always that stigma of well, how do I tell this person right. that I want to try this? Or if someone had a particular experience with a product, okay. come on now. Yeah, if yeah, you had, yeah. And you like, damn, this was a good experience. Like, who do you share that with? Right. Like, I mean, and, and how there's would, a whole community out there that loves to do that too. Yeah. You know? right. Oh man. <laughs> Not community like uh, the whole world. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. I, I was totally oblivious to sex toys, right? In the mm-hmm. sense of, like, I just, it wasn't a thought process. You, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I, like, when I very first started having sex. Like, yeah. I didn't start having sex till I got to college. Oh, okay. Well, I had sex right before because I was like, I'm not going to go to college virgin. So I went through that whole, like, all right, let me just. <laughs> just to get it out of Let me way, just bang huh? one time. So when I get to college, like, are you a virgin? Like, no, nah, I ain't no virgin. <laughs> I've had sex once, right? But then I got to college and, you know, I had a couple, like, hookups or whatever. And then I met this one chick. And I swear, she was the most, like, like sexually aware, open girl that I had ever Ooh. met in my life. And, like, she just, like, I mean... If it hadn't been for her, I would probably be trash because she just like taught me everything. She was like, she would bring, she would bring toys, or she'd be like, oh, let's try this, or she would bring a new. She's like, oh my god, I just got this lube. We're gonna try it, like, yeah, or like just like sex positions or like foreplay or like. Wow. But she was one of those persons that she was so. I guess I I think on some level she was comfortable with me, mm-hmm. um, sexually because she knew that like I'm a very non judgmental person. I'm a very like. I don't care what your freak flag is, fly it as long as you're not negatively <laughs> impacting somebody, whatever, right? So I think that she, for whatever reason, felt comfortable kind of like opening that side of herself up to me. But it was so weird because it was like, it was literally like walking into the jungle for the first time. Cause I was like, girl, I have no clue what this is. She was like, put this on. I'm like, what is this? Or like, try this. And I'm like, what is, like, but it was just so eye opening cause it's yeah. just like, you know what I mean? Like, we just had this whole almost like, not even like sexual revolution, but like we just had this whole enlightened sexual experience for like a year and a half where like we dated some, we didn't, we kind of dated, kind of talked, kind of didn't, but we always were just, you know, I guess sexually like would always just be come back to each other. Cause it would just be like, it just, it was just, we were on that same wavelength. Yeah. And it was just wild. Cause she was and just, she, ho- she opened you up. She to, opened me up to, to so much. Yeah, so to you be- met Samantha then. Some sex in the city. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, she was, she was my Samantha. Cause oh, she would yeah. come in there and she'd be like, this is what we're doing tonight. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Right. So similar, I don't know what know it what? is, but we're doing it. You telling that story reminds me of a guy that I dated, um, probably in my early thirties, you know, we were, he used to call me his homie lover friend, right? Back in the day when that, <laughs> that was the thing. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. thing. Yeah. His homie lover friend. And we didn't have a, even though he called me his homie lover friend, we didn't have a, like, we were not in a relationship yeah, together. We didn't have like an official title. We didn't have an official title. You know, you you know, did you? I did me, but you know, after right, the right. club, hey, you know, you get that call and you yeah, know what's we, up. we know what's up. And so I'm gonna say this, and I'm saying that I'm free, but I have to be aware that my daughter is your 
very, very good friend. <laughs> She's going to hear this. <laughs> she told me she ain't going to listen to this episode. Oh, She's going to listen. Like, I've listened to every single one of those episodes. The one you had my mama on your episode. Oh, my mama's like, girl. I'm going to tell her not to listen to this episode either. Yeah. We're going to put a different name on it just so she accidentally listens. Right. Or somehow, can somebody create something where if she even try to open it, like her whole system shut down? Yeah, just shut down. She like she I just, she just can't get John to it. might listen to it, but Tierra won't listen to it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think John would listen to it. And um, John is so cool. I love. He just want to hear his little song play. At the he beginning. does. Right, right, right. Shout yeah, out so, to John. Yeah, shout, shout out John to for the music. John for the music in the beginning. I love you, John. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He created that for my website. And when he did, I was like, "That's it." Don't play it again. So yeah, let's can play it. We can talk. Too. So I told John, like, I needed some music for my website. And here again, this is what I believe sets me apart from everybody else because I wanted an experience. I wanted music. I want something that says, you're when you're on here, vibe, chill out, relax. When I, like, I like the song when I heard it. I was yeah. like, oh, this is good. Me Sounds too. Good. Put your headphones I, on, people. Right. <laughs> I, I immediately said, this is it. Within 30 seconds, I knew it. This was a song. So thank you, John. I appreciate it. Coming up with a with John with the produ- productions in the background. John yeah. Hayes, guys. John, music, you know, music, uh, he music, does music. our music, but he does music for everyone else. So if you want to uh, reach out to him, let me know. Send us a DM, and and you know he could work on some beats for you. He specializes in it, and it's not you know. Uh, I say that to say that uh, he's not going to do anything free for anybody, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's going to cost money. You know what? What is your time? And what? What? What is your project worth at the end Absolutely. of the day? Absolutely, and, and that's also about. about entrepreneurship. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of times we forget that it costs money to make money or to get things um, set up and established. You got to spend some money. You know, things are not free. Um, yep. Although I think he may have given me a discount since he's marrying my daughter, so <laughs> you got the family discount. That's the I show. Got the Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But anyway, going back to the story where, you know, being aware of who you are, again, sexually and who just everything, it comes into play. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, me dating or having this homie lover friend relationship with this guy Mm -hmm. prior to, you know, at that time, even in my early 30s, I had already had a vibrator. Right. Mm -hmm. And back then, this vibrator um, was like one hundred and fifty dollars. You know, Ooh. so it was powerful. When I tell you it was powerful, it was. It she, was gotta, she had to get the big double D batteries. Was, no, it wasn't the ones the that D. they put in the big boom box. Look, it was a C. <laughs> if it wasn't the D, it was a C. It oh, was, my look, God. I knew for a fact. It, it was the fat ones, Yeah, though. it was the fat ones. I can't remember if it was C or a D. This thing, well, let me tell y'all, had me uh, getting up and going to Walgreens like at midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, no, this thing <laughs> Exactly. I need the Energizer Bunny batteries. <laughs> right, 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 right. Where's the long-lasting, long-lasting yeah. section? Do you guys sell rechargeable batteries? <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, we have seen you here three times this week buying batteries. This, this has to stop. Right. Oh my God. Literally, got go my to, uh, ass by the bed and, and said yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that the same guy that I'm talking about, like we yeah. had that homie lover friend relationship, mm-hmm. like we talked about a lot of things, and he knew about, you know, uh, my um, vibe. And we, uh, he used to tell me all the time, Tam, I said, if you keep on doing that, ain't no man going to be able to satisfy you. I was like, boy, shut the fuck up. I got to do what I got to do. Right, 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 right. This is going down. This period. is going okay. down. Whatever. And honestly, I didn't know if he was in trying to get into my head and right. telling me not to keep doing this because he felt like it he was, was threatened he by was your threatened toy. By, exactly. Right, right, right. I can't keep up with these batteries. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's like, why am I out of batteries again? Exactly. You know, so he used to tell me that all the time. I'm like, boy, shut up. You just worry. But yeah, anyway, yeah. but so this vibrator became a part of our sex, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just, again, mm-hmm. a, a place of you got to own yourself and say, yes, we can use toys in our relationship, whatever relationship that is, if it's a homie lover friend mm-hmm. or if it's, you know, somebody, you know, I don't know what y'all young people call them today. Oh, I heard some. What is it today? It's, it's a not fuck buddy. A fuck buddy. It's a fuck buddy or a sneaky link. <laughs> oh, a sneaky link. I just mm-hmm. heard that. I'm like, where did that come from? I'm it's, it's a song. A song got oh, popular. Okay. So now everybody uses that lingo now. It's just, oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. So, or even if it's somebody you're married to, if it's someone you got, you know, a committed relationship with, toys just spice up things, right? Or it just keeps you feeling good about each other sexually. Or even, you, know, or, you know, you're alone that day and you're like, or, oh, I really, you know. Or you're alone that day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I feel like I feel like toys make people insecure. I think is what happens. So, like, I feel like most, not, I feel not, like most, oh, yeah, I think definitely for men. Mm-hmm. I think. I think experimentation in the bedroom doesn't happen a lot uh, because one or the partners or maybe both partners become insecure in the fact that they think that they're not enough mm. for the partner. And I and 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 I look at things like from a, I guess for me I look at things from like a more logical perspective, right? Like if you're going to be with somebody for thirty years, right? And you guys had sex, whatever the case may be, right? At some point in time, it's not about a lack of intimacy or a lack of desire, lack of anything. But it's just like it's just like think about like your favorite game. After you've beat that level forty times, mm. you know what I'm saying? You're gonna want to play. You're gonna want to play a different game. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. that you love this game any less. It's still your favorite game. You gotta reinvent the game. But this you done played like, every right. You done played every level, unlocked yeah. every chest. Yeah. You, you, You've been on this roller coaster right. a million times. A million times. Right? Yeah. So adding a little something new to the ride doesn't mean that the ride's any less enjoyable. It's just it's just human nature. It's but isn't nothing that to part do with of it. growing the relationship too? Like isn't right. that a part of just taking our relationship either on a different level, a different direction? Um, doesn't mean that we're giving up our foundation. No. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're building on it. You're building on but it. I think, or you're I think most people take it as an insecurity of yeah. like, oh, well, now I'm not enough for you, or now you have, I'm not. But good I believe enough. if you had some type of uh, understanding of each other's sexuality from the beginning, I don't know how it could be. I, you know, I don't such think a harsh transition. If you've had some level of conversation about it, um, but anyway. I don't think most people do. You don't. I okay. don't think. I don't mm-hmm. think. I. I. And, and as weird and crazy as it sounds. I think that it's your boy Black Zeus. Thank you for listening to part two of today's episode. Please continue listening. Part three only gets better.